The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello everyone and welcome to the Entrepreneur Story, the new season of the Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, consultant, coach, and mostly what I do these days is supporting entrepreneurs grow their life and their businesses. I have two big passion in life, one for people and one for businesses. So seeing people and businesses grow, it is what gives me a sense of purpose. In this new season, I'll be focusing on sharing secrets to open and grow any businesses. These are the stories nobody shares, the tips, the real truths of what it means to have a business and live an entrepreneurial life. Nobody prepares us to be or become an entrepreneur. There is no specific school for it, and most of successful entrepreneurs who can share their stories are too busy to do so. So providing you have wondered, would it be good for me to have my own business? Do I really have what it takes to be successful? Or now that I started and see the struggle with it, should I keep going or stop before it's too late? Or gosh, I really work hard. I wonder why my business is not longer growing. This and so many more answers in this new season. While you may listen to this podcast while driving or doing something in parallel, I will definitely encourage you to take notes, at least for the tips and things to do, as this is the best way not only to remember, but also to implement, because the key is implementation. And as most entrepreneurs have no time, we'll keep it short, 10-15 minutes per week, so you can actually make time for you and your business. People ask me, is this the right moment to start something different, to be innovative, to implement things? Sure it is. Most of us are afraid to invest or even start working with an expert to find ways further. This podcast could be the affordable way to actually start doing and see the results before you decide to invest in working with someone. Ready? Let us start this beautiful story of entrepreneurs. Hello, my dear friends and listeners, and welcome back to your entrepreneur stories. In the recent conversation with my existing clients, the topic of, or the idea of clients or how to find clients keeps coming back. And that is absolutely normal because it is key to any kind of business. A business exists because it does have clients, satisfy clients, paying clients. Without clients, there is no business. So today I want to open Um, another series on this idea of clients and find out more in details how do we find new clients, how to find clients when we have a new business, which is different than finding new clients when we already have a business. Uh, Also how to grow existing clients and also how to define the following option plans of those. You see, 
all these topics um we can talk about it for for so many episodes i don't know how many will take but definitely i would like to share more of those tips and secrets with you about getting new clients growing existing clients following up and and do the right action plans that it's allowing you to increase the number of clients the quality of your clients and overall your results and profits now recently we do had quite a lot of few discussion with my clients on how to find new clients now that is coming either with my old clients who are opening new business lines or want simply to grow their existing business or with complete new clients who wants more and or more or less let's say the same thing now why am i mentioning that to you is because myself you know every time that i'm giving examples i give a lot of examples of my own clients but it does apply to my own business as well obviously i do have new clients now the funny thing like always is when the clients from different parts of the world that they don't know each other and come up with the same topic in the same time has this new series and again hope this is valuable for you and uh, maybe I will make refer to uh, some of the previous episodes and, and like always you can go back and listen to those but there is a topic that I do address quite a lot and the reason I keep addressing this is because as I mentioned earlier it is essential for any kind of business. Now as much as it's important to take care of existing clients and to grow them and obviously as I mentioned I'll be back to this topic uh, later in, in the following episodes it is also important to keep regenerating your portfolio and keep adding new clients. Now, what is the value of that, you might say? Well, first thing is that when we do have the same clients for ever, of course, there is a huge benefit in those relationships of trust and growing together. In the same time, there are two issues with that. First is becoming a form of dependence. And second, is becoming um, a way of keep doing the same thing, not challenging yourself, not developing yourself, um, not moving into the direction of what could be a different way to serve those clients. So you see, having new clients means that first we, we reduce the dependence on existing clients or all traditional clients second it's allowing us to challenge ourselves and to go for different services for different packages for different business line and that itself is salvatory because when we don't uh, upgrade ourselves when we don't um, reconsider ourselves uh, redefine ourselves uh, renew ourselves somebody else will do that and when we mix that with the dependence on the existing clients obviously we can lose a lot of them when they find on the market some somebody new somebody that is bringing something new uh, more uh, exciting more uh, efficient more profitable for them and so on and so forth so another benefit is that it pushes out self as a person, as a business owner, out of our comfort zone and not settling for what we already have. Because what we have is not a guarantee for what we will have in the future.
And also another benefit for that is this, that it's replacing some of the clients that are no longer ideal for us. Basically, in time, some of the clients may leave us because of, you know, they, they find somebody else for themselves and they consider that it's a better choice for them. But also some of the clients, we, we kind of want to renounce on them because they are not longer our ideal clients. For example, when we start a business, we start with, you know, rather small clients. And when we grow our business, we reach for high level clients, which means that, you know, the smaller clients may not longer be ideal. Now, in many different cases, we can still keep them and satisfy them. In other, we just consider that, you know, our uh, let's say collaboration contract came to an end and we don't wish to continue with them. Now, when that happens, it means that uh, we give up, if you want, on some specific old clients or existing clients which are not longer ideal for us, yet there is an empty space, isn't it? And we don't want that empty space to remain. Hence the idea of, you know, regenerating and replacing with new clients. When people are telling me, well, I do have enough clients for now, I tend to say, this is the beginning of the end. We never have enough clients. Not in the sense that we have uh, or we need to have unlimited number of clients, but in the sense that we do need to keep growing. And I do appreciate when the business says, with my current organization, there is a limit in terms of how much or how many clients I can serve. Or in order to do a proper service or add real high level value to my clients, this is how many clients I can serve right now or I can have right now. Because the quality of the service and the product that you provide is highly important. Of course it is. Yet, it is worth to take the problem from the other age, if you want. As I do have more clients, or as I do attract more clients, than my current organization can support, how can I organize myself to serve them as well? Why? Because other than the money and the profit aspect that is coming out of that, there is also this knowledge this belief that what you do have could benefit the maximum of people. And why not giving them what they need or desire when you know the value of what you are bringing to existing clients? You see, when I know for sure that what I have is the best on the market, I definitely want more, more, more and more people to benefit from it, isn't it? And that comes with this kind of self-confidence that, you know, my business is the best for, you know, this type of clients. And sure, myself also, I get to refuse clients or to create a waiting list if you want. Yet, that is a temporary one. For those who want exclusively to work one-to-one -one or individually, if you want, with me only. Yet, for most of the time, there are plenty of other solutions to serve new clients. Um, and I will give you this example for my own, you know, coaching business, if you want. Uh, and providing you are a coach, definitely that will uh, give you some ideas for yourself as well. How can I uh, take new clients when my time is limited? Well, I could have 
bigger teams or associates, partners. In my coaching practice, having other coaching that can step in for one-to-one, it's a form of serving my individual clients that can be done with a full delegation or a partial one where myself, I can still take a few sessions, for example, the first, usually I take the first one and the last one, and the rest of it can be done by another coach, uh, for example. Or I can definitely delegate the whole coaching to an, another coach that is working for me. In that way, I'm not refusing a new client, you see? Or what I can do is to do um, group coaching instead of individual coaching. So in some situation, I can serve more people because uh, I can serve more of them in the same time. And that could be, again, fully in my hands or split them uh, between myself and some of the associates. Uh, how do I do that? Uh, usually when, uh, for example, we talk now about uh, the topic of self-confidence, which is a coaching, life coaching, uh, by the way. Uh, topic and when I see that uh, more than one client or potential client is talking about this self-confidence, I can launch um, a group coaching for self-confidence, right? And all the people that wanted to work with me directly, basically they can bring in this uh, group coaching session. There will be live coaching, uh, basically all together in the same room or all together in a Zoom room. And we address this topic uh, and more than one person uh, having this topic can benefit from this group coaching, right? Hope it makes sense. Another solution I have is that I do have these online programs. Uh, we do record or our seminars, uh, webinars, our Zoom meetings, uh, and people go, can go back and listen again to them. Or, um, by the way, they can pay less to get the same information because when you go back and, and, and listen to uh, a recording session, obviously it is cheaper for you, uh, but it's still a way for me to serve more than the people that were part of those Zoom sessions. Um, the online programs, it's a way to serve unlimited number of people if you want, because once they go into an online program, um, I mean, the program is recorded, uh, the, the, it is value-added, it does bring tips, it that brings um, action plans for you, homework, and so on and so forth. And, you know, an unlimited number of people can take those programs or even they can take it more than once, for example. So that's a way to serve more more clients or to have new clients as well. You can also, um, like myself, can create retreats, for example, or um, that can be different lenses, for example. It can go from one day event to uh, three days events or even one week retreat. And that can be done together again with uh, other of my coaches and partners and associates and not now I mean, not only in that in that in that retreat, I can serve more people, obviously, uh, by myself or together with partners, as I mentioned. But it's also a way for us to upsell uh, to other packages, individual packages or group packages as well, uh, and to have new clients to start working with us with a more systematic or in a more systematic basis, right? So that could be a pipeline also for, for individual one-to-one uh, -one clients if needed. You see, this is only an example for those who are in the coaching business 
or a business where basically time is the limit of how many clients they can have. Because you can only work a maximum number of hours per day and it is the maximum of what you as a unique person could serve as a number of clients. And even that can be optimized and I'll, I can give you tips on that, but there is still a limit when you are just by yourself and that limit is your own time, independent of how efficient or optimized uh, you are as a, as a business owner. The first important rule is to keep adding new clients or to keep open to new clients. Now, how many? It's a question of the size of the business and the type of the business. But let's say as a percentage, you could be around 20% per year as a gross margin. And here, by the way, I'm not necessarily only talking about revenues of profit. I'm talking about number of new clients. And that in itself includes the sum of those who uh, you may be lost during the year and you replaced and um, additional new clients. So I hope this, um, I made myself clear. For example, if last year you have 100 clients, this year you may have 120 clients. Uh, in a, that could be 30 new clients because 10 of them have been replaced for those who left you and 20 that are additional new ones. Because we can, of course, um, when we look for increase of revenues or profit, there are other ways to do so with the existing clients and that is part of um, another episode, not this one. Now, hopefully you are by now convinced of the value of keep adding new clients and the risk of keeping the same clients, only the same clients for a longer run. And now that you are convinced, the key question is, okay, so how do I do that? What are the tips? What are the secrets? And this is what I'll detail with you in the next episode. Till then, enjoy. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.